Live from the desert cities of Southern California, your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome, welcome. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello. As our producer and the guy that runs everything here, and he's uh, helping me out today. Uh, my friends John and Joe have family and uh, work-related things that they have to do this week. So, um, a little more. We looked at the. Uh, we were talking about this McLaren that's on Bring a Trailer. Boy, it's, that's a sexy car. It's a 2018 570s MSO McLaren Special Order on. Uh, number x number 10 you said it's 400 and some odd brand it, new it was brand new four hundred thousand dollars uh it was special ordered uh, there were 10 that were special ordered by uh the the uh, uh dealer in newport beach and they all had their special paint colors and this one is wow. you know this one is what is it it's mexico blue. mexico blue with white jacardi livery over <laughs> over over who comes up with these names i don't know over alcantara interior which is a fake suede so but it's very expensive fake suede of course alcantara is really lovely <laughs> as, stuff. as fake suede goes this is the primo uh, variety it's, it's made in italy it should be you know? <laughs> <laughs> damn right probably milan <laughs> yeah, comes with coronavirus yeah it comes with everything on it it has its very own roof snorkel anyway it's it's at, it's it's at it's at, current bid is at uh, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars right now but wow. it, it says six days to go i'm sure it will go you know for more than than that wish so, i could afford toys like that uh if only you know i wish the same thing too and sometimes it just doesn't not happen. Uh, now, uh, the other thing that we looked at was this uh, 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 introduction at the uh, Geneva Auto Show was the uh, Koenzeg, which is uh, it's a Swedish uh, manufacturer of supercars. They introduced their first four-seater hypercar this week. Uh, it's called the Jamera, and it runs a highly unusual drivetrain with a total output of 1,677 horsepower. It has a two-liter turbocharged three-cylinder engine that pumps out an astonishing 600 horsepower and 442 pounds-feet of torque. And it doesn't have any camshafts, and it uses their own proprietary digital uh, valve technology called Free valve technology so the computer does everything for you uh, it also is flex fuel it can run on renewable alcohol uh, it, and it's combined with a hybrid system for an astonishing as i said 677 horsepower and 2581 pound feet of torque uh, mclaren so it's got a little bit of electric motors in there the mclaren claims that it can hit 100 miles per hour i mean 100 kilometers per hour which is 62 miles per hour in 1.9 seconds you need that for your four-seater car, don't you? I guess. Um, and top speed is 248 miles per hour. It also runs Coenseg's first all-wheel drive system with electric motors at the front axle. There's also a hydraulic clutch at each output, which allows for the torque vectoring across the axle. Uh, each rear wheel, each rear wheel gets a 500 horsepower electric motor too, <laughs> because you know one isn't enough and it packs a 15 kilowatt hour battery uh, capable of 31 miles of electric range at up to 186 miles per hour <laughs> that's very fast to, to get to get to your in your life but it's going to eat up that miles it's not going to be 31 miles it's going to be two miles if you go up to 186 miles per hour uh it they haven't announced pricing but it will be over a million dollars of course and uh, they will only make 300 of them and don't worry they're all sold already Hmm. People saw them online at you know when they did the introduction. They said they were going to be three hundred. The factory's already taken three hundred orders. Wow, <laughs> there you are. It's it's called the rich have money to spend. John, mm -hmm. did you know that that the rich are really rich? They are, and 
money to burn is a good thing, I guess. Okay. Uh, now, I'd like to talk a little bit about names of, of, of Toyota cars because I've always thought Wait, they were- Wait, if people are going to burn their money, yeah. uh, I have an oven that they can bring it to. Yeah, and they don't even have to wait to see it burn, right? They no, can just they can just drop li- it off and in we'll the take oven, care of it. And yeah. you'll take care of it. I would have the same thing. I have one that's lovely <laughs> that I could use. And it's, it has a large capacity too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so bring as much as you can in $100 bills unmarked. Uh, okay. Uh, did you know that Yaris has a name? Is <laughs> is an amalgamation of words from Greek mythology and German. In Greek mythology, Charis, C-H-A-R-I-S, was a symbol of beauty and elegance. Toyota swapped the C-H with Y-A, which is German for yes, to symbolize the perceived reaction of European markets to the car's styling. The Yaris is their entry-level subcompact I was going to say, it's yeah. like the little puny thing. Yeah. 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 Yaris. Or in this case, yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Supra. Uh, we, you know, they make that nice little sports car that they make. Supra is a Latin word meaning above. Uh, the name is apt for the car, which was able to punch well above its weight in magazine road tests. It famously defeated a Porsche 911 Turbo and an Aston Martin uh, DB7 uh, years ago when it, you know, was at its top. So yes, so Supra is in Latin meaning above. Yeah, I remember when one of my high school buddies back in what year we graduated, 8081, mm-hmm. uh, had a, a Supra and he thought he was the cat's meow. Those are pretty, they were pretty cool cars they were back car, then. They, nice they, they were pretty then, yeah. cool cars back then. Now they're, you know, they're basically made with BMW parts. Yeah. And, he was you know. moving up from a 68 Camaro, which I thought was far more classic. Yeah, well, that's a cool car too, but yeah. both cars would be worth a lot of money today. Yeah. Yeah, both would be worth some some bucks. Okay, Celica is a heavenly a heavenly smooth drivetrain and linear power delivery were always staples for Celica. So fitting then that the it, the name is Spanish for celestial. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard to believe, but I guess that somebody comes up with this crap. Now let me ask you: Is Camry the next one? Uh, no, Auris is, which okay. is a, which is a European model. But uh, Auris, um, A U R I S, takes inspiration from the Latin noun aurum, uh, which means gold. It is also inspired by the English word aura. The the two combined in a car, gold and aura. <laughs> to golden aura, so the, God, I can see your golden aura right now. It, it's a compact car. It's yeah. nothing special. Okay, you know, <laughs> so uh, that was their vision of it: striking gold hue, symbolic of the global importance of this model in terms of sales. And this is a big European. Uh, sometimes seller. marketing people like to read their own press releases. Oh, do they ever? Yeah, um, Corolla. Uh, it's the ring of petals surrounded around the the central part of a flower. So the name was indeed to invoke the image of beautifully styled, eye-catching, small car family. Mm. A Corolla. Okay. Coming up, Prius. Prius. <laughs> yeah. Can't okay. wait. Can't wait for that one, yeah. huh? Prius uh, is Latin for prior or previous. It, it, its name can be interpreted as a reference to the fact that the Prius... Uh, at the Prius Japan launch in 1997, there had never been a mass-produced hybrid car prior to it. Wow. 
Wow, that is stupid. So I would always look at something as looking forward as opposed to back. Yeah, that, yeah. Corona uh, was the first Toyota model to be exported from uh, a virus. Yes, <laughs> well, yeah, back, <laughs> back in '65, its name is is routed in astronomy. The Corona is the ring of pearly lights around around the sun. The name was a reflection of the robustness of the car. Would you like a lime with your car? <laughs> <laughs> like a light at the end of a tunnel for motors saddled with less reliable American and European cars. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Camry. Here, here okay, we are. Okay. Now, before you say this, I'm going to, because I, I said this to Todd earlier, that to me, I thought this was named like after some sort of skin cream. Because <laughs> it sounds like that to us, yeah. like Camay. Yeah, yeah, like Camay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Camry comes from the Japanese work, word K A N M U R I, which is con. con Kanmari, Kanmari, uh, meaning crown. It's an app name for the car, which used to be the best-selling car in America for 12 years straight. Now it's just SUVs. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aventus. Wait, the Camry is an SUV? No, no, no. Oh, it, okay. it, it, but, it, but it used oh, to be the best-selling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Toyota, you know what? They yeah. are nice. I've had friends who've owned several different ones, including the newest style, and yeah. they're nice they're, cars. They're, no, they're very nice good cars. Nice car. Yeah, I mean, so is a, you know, so is a Toyota Accord yeah. and, you know, I mean, Toyota Accord, a Honda Accord. Uh, Previa, which is a minivan that they used to make. And may I say uh, that this is right up there with the old, older um, Outbacks as one of the ugliest cars ever made in America. The, the Previa? Yeah. yeah the I minivan. put it right up there with being the minivan that would be the minivan equivalent of AMC's Pacer. Ah, but I like the Pacer. Oh, come on. Oh, it was really hideous. I know. <laughs> Don't you have some what? affinity for some of these cars? That were I had of- an affinity for the Gremlin. <laughs> I like the Gremlin, too. I thought the Gremlin yeah. was cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, but... But one of my friend's sisters when we were in high school had a, a Pacer, and I always just wanted to like firebomb it <laughs> did it have the really cool like zigzag seats or just uh, i don't remember seats? that all right yeah well the previa name is derived from the italian word uh previdenza which means providence of or foresight the previa was the world's first multi-purpose vehicle with a mid-mount engine to maximize cabin space no other manufacturer be- before toyota had the foresight to fit a mid-mount engine into a mpv what do they mean by mid-mount it's uh it was basically do you remember those old vans that used to have like the engine like right next to where you sat yes it's that basically that dodge did that yeah they did chevy did it too i did mean they, they, that's right yeah, yeah. They, they they did this so you so did, that's a mid-mount when it's, that, right, it's, it's in the middle of the chassis right okay so that's that's what this one was and it's it's a weird you know that they still people look for those on the used market they're huh. very they're still very popular i mean people like like look for them and yeah. try to find or my uncle's radio station his original mobile unit vans had those and and it was convenient because you'd have the two-way radio stuff all mounted right there in between the two seats in the right. in the van yeah yeah so and but to work on it you actually had to you go inside the car to work on the, the yeah because you had to drop yeah. the thing back and yeah yeah <laughs> it was it was a weird it's like working on an inboard motor on a boat yeah <laughs> it, right exactly the same sort of thing yeah you know you had to it's it's right there where you sit all right so i i thought those were interesting just because they seem so stupid especially when they're <laughs> talking about basically very basic economy cars that had no great flair to them super was it the would, only one that, you know it yeah. would be interesting to have somebody who's in marketing with uh, automotive companies or automobile manufacturing companies 
come and talk about that process and how they get to the place where they, you know, like who sets the vision first before they go and they actually figure out those names? Yeah. You know that somebody's paid a lot of money to figure right. out those names. I mean, they come out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Cadillac is going back to names. Oh, they are. They are. Uh, the Cadillac had EV Day. Uh, w- w- we don't have enough time to do it right now, but we'll go into it in our next segment. But Cadillac had EV Day on Wednesday, where they announced their all new batteries and like ten different models that are coming very soon. And uh, Cadillac has a new flagship, all these kinds of things. So they, it's a, it was a big day for for GM to announce their future. You know, all in EVs. That's what they're going. I think they should name them after drug dealers convicted. Well, sorry, there are a lot of Escalades. Yeah. <laughs> There will be an electric Escalade, you know, of oh, course. God. Yeah, somebody's going Somebody wants one, right? I don't know. I think Cadillacs have looked cheaper and cheaper over the years. Yeah, well, you know, since the glory days, yeah. you know, it, it hasn't really been the same. Yeah. And, you know, it, since the days when you could actually buy, like, you know, those, like, plush seats that look like a, a sofa, you know, it's it, now they just look like seats. My, uh, I guess she would be great step-grandmother. Uh, she used to have a new one every year or so, and she had all those old classic ones. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention what my dad called them on the air because I'll get thrown off the air. But Uh-oh. okay, okay, I, I've heard words for them. Yes, yes, okay, all right. <laughs> when we get back, we'll talk about GMEV days uh, and some more news uh, and maybe the best battery for your car. Uh, this is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. We'll be right back. from the desert cities of Southern California. Your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hi, John. Hello. And before the break, I talked about General Motors EV Day. With The big day was uh, Wednesday this week. Uh, they had a bunch of announcements, so let's start with that. Uh, GM confirmed that there will be a Cadillac electric SUV the size of an Escalade, and it's going to be, going to be called the Lyric. L-Y-R-I-Q. Okay. Okay. Uh, The renderings will be released on April 24th. It will feature a massive 200-kilowatt-hour battery, which is double the size than the largest Tesla right now. Oh, wow. It's it's huge, and that's expensive. And it'll take you where, 100 miles? 400-mile range, they said. Okay, because that's a pretty heavy car. It's a pretty heavy car, but see, the thing is, a Model S right now has a range of 380 miles. I'm surprised they're going to call it Lyric instead of like Beatbox. No, but they're still going to make, but one of the announcements was that there there will be an electric Escalade as well. So they're going to have two big SUVs. Oh, okay. So there will be an electric Escalade. They didn't say what it was going to be called. You know, it could just be called an EV, uh, you know, electric uh, Escalade. I don't know, but... Uh, they're also confirmed that they're going to have an electric Hummer, which is going to be Hummer by GMC, a pickup truck. So uh, sold what? at your, it's going to be Hummer by GMC, sold at your local GMC dealer. Oh my God! Yeah. Yep. Well, 
Now I have two reasons not to like them. (laughs) Uh, It will also feature 800 volt battery system, which is, you know, that's that's you know really heavy duty. A Porsche Taycan has an 800 volt system. The problem is that the you know with it has 350 kilowatt hour charging. Now the, the the higher number of kilowatt hour for charging, the faster a car charges. Right now, I think the fastest the Model Three can charge is at 150 kilowatt hours uh, and kilowatts per hour, and it's and that's very very fast. So if you can even find a 350 kilowatt hour charger, which there aren't any. You know, there's like two. Uh, Porsche has one. The Porsche, all the Porsche dealers put in 350 kilowatt hour chargers, but they're for their own cars. You know, for the Taycan. But for finding one, you can't even put one in your house because your your electrical system isn't robust enough. It wow. would it would have to be like a you know you'd have to have a really beefed up electrical system. In so your what's own home. the purpose then? If you could, well, it sounds good for marketing purposes. It sounds good that you can charge you know half the battery in 20 minutes. You know. And go for 200 miles. It sounds good, but you'd have to find a charger that would be capable of that. Which you won't, so therefore it's technically kind of fraught. Right. Well, so, but it's going to be, but they're going to, I'm sure that General Motors is going to come up with a way to start building out infrastructure, which is what we need to do. We need to build infrastructure before people will adopt this. But what these we things. really need is we need infrastructure that's going to be across the board for everybody. Right. You know, this cannot be beta versus VHS. Right. Well, right now we have that. You know, there's different systems of plugs. But the difference on those is that between you know, beta beta max and, and VHS is that the, the cassettes weren't inter- interchangeable, but now you you can get an adapter for your car to plug into different ones. Got you. So it can't so you can get an adapter and it's just a you know, it's a piece of plastic and you know, it's an expensive piece of plastic, but yeah. you can do that. I mean Tesla right now is the only one they have a proprietary system. It's much more elegant. It's thinner and uh you know they have their own supercharger system. I don't know, Todd, because you haven't uh, given me uh, your Tesla yet. I haven't. No. Didn't I let you let you drive it? Oh yeah, you let me drive it across the parking lot. But well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you haven't like loaned it to me forever. No, I haven't done that. Usually, I need a car myself. I mean, for forever. <laughs> oh, forever. Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe. Okay. So what they did, they did confirm some of the uh, the specs for the Hummer, uh, the you know the pickup truck. So it will have a uh, thousand horsepower with eleven hundred with eleven thousand five hundred pound feet of torque and. Um, Zero to sixty in three seconds. That's pretty good for a pickup truck. Uh, the upcoming Cadillac Escalade, fifth generation, uh, will be offered with uh, three powertrain options, including an all-electric option. The uh, but it won't be for a while. The first will be a. a they're going to offer a diesel and a V eight gas engine, and then a couple of years after that, they'll come up with the with the electric version. I just had this ridiculous vision flash through my eyes. What if you had like a, a trailer attached? to that vehicle and you take off that fast well the trailer would stay <laughs> the trailer would stay in place i mean i don't know yeah. it would rip the ball right off of the right off of the socket i think right. I know, for the trailer it, w- it wouldn't work out well uh it, it's just i don't know uh, so uh, general motor says that they have flexible architecture uh that will see vehicles range from uh you know extending as far as 400 miles and they will have most of their vehicles will have 400 volt batteries not the eight you know not the 800 uh, that they talked about for the bigger ones, uh, and have a charging capacity, uh, charging rate of 200 kilowatt hours. That's a little more, you know, in line with what you can actually find today. Uh, the trucks uh, will they'll get the bigger systems because they get the bigger.
bigger batteries. There's going to be a new generation Chevy Volt later uh, launched later this year as a 2021 model. It looks far better than the current version. I thought that they were abandoning the Volt. No, they did the Volt, the Bolt. Oh, Bolt. the Bolt. The, the, the Bolt is the electric thing. Okay. It's all electric. So they, But it, it kind of doesn't look very good and it kind of has a really, really bad interior. So they're uh, going to fix that. Gotcha. They, they got the message from people saying, you know, we don't like the plastic. You know, fix that, General Motors. Yeah. So they're going to fix it. There's more. We're going to talk more about uh, all the announcements from General Motors and on their EVs when we get back. You're listening to Todd Bianco and John McMullen, and this is all revved up on iHub Radio. We'll be right back. from the desert cities of Southern California. Your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now here's Todd Bianco. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen and we were talking about Cadillac's electric vehicle announcements that came out on Wednesday. So we talked about the Hummer uh, by GMC pickup truck. We talked about the Lyric, which is going to be the big uh, Cadillac SUV that's going to be electric. Uh, Now there's going to be a new Chevy Bolt as a 2021 model out at the end of this year. And then there's going to be a Bolt crossover called an electric utility vehicle. Don't you love that? Now we have, we had CUV, now we have EUV, according to General Motors. It's going to be a larger, it's going to be larger than the Bolt about five inches longer and rides on a platform with an extra three inches in the wheelbase. Now, three inches may not sound like a lot, John, but you know, when you add it to the rear seat room, it's very, it's, it's, it seems good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who doesn't want extra inches? Who doesn't? And the Bolt will be the first, uh, the Bolt EUV, the crossover, will be the first non-Cadillac to be blessed with their advanced driver assistance system called Super Cruise. Uh, they've also announced that uh, Cadillac will have a new flagship sedan. So they're going to have that. And yes, it's electric, all, and it's called the Celestique. Hmm. C-E-L-E-S-T-I-Q. You know, if they took away inches in a car, you know what they'd have to name the cars? Corvette? No, Boeing or uh, a Boeing yeah. or uh, <laughs> uh, Airbus. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, yeah, th- th- that could be the case. Uh, and uh, they also confirmed that uh, they have a new w- battery that they they say the batteries will power the next generation of vehicles. It's called the Ultimum. U L T I U M. Ultimum. Altium, Altium, that's how it's pronounced. It was a low cobalt battery is produced with its partner LG Chem, ranging from 50 kilowatt hours, which is a fairly small battery, to 200 kilowatt hours. And they'll probably put uh, the 200 kilowatt hours in the big uh, in the big uh, big trucks because they need all that battery to go anywhere. Uh, they will be. Um, 
producing vehicles for all brands, GMC, Cadillac, Buick, Chevrolet. We don't see, we haven't seen a Buick yet that's going to be uh, electric, but I'm sure that's coming. Uh, GM has also said that they, they made this big announcement that the batteries are going to cost less than 100 kilowatt, $100 per kilowatt hour. Now, what that means, according to all the industry ex- experts, once batteries reach $100 per kilowatt hour, they will be on, electric cars will be, on cost parity with regular internal combustion engine cars. So that's what that that's like the magic number. Now how they're getting to that number is a mystery because even Tesla's only close to that number and they've been making batteries with the Panasonic for a very long time. But it's a big announcement to say that they have this and they say that the batteries will be 60% more uh, dense, energy dense than the ones that they currently have in the Bolt, which is also a big, big, you know, big, big number. Uh, and that they will, all of their, uh, all of their EVs will be profitable according to CEO Mary Barra. So those are big announcements. Uh, to, to say all those things. Uh, they also told us something else that is not going to be good news for people who work in the industry. The vehicle systems and propulsions are much less complex than traditional internal combustion powertrains. The automaker plans 19 different battery and drive unit configurations to start compared with they have, get this, 500 internal combustion powertrain options available today. Now, when you go from 500 options down to 19, that's going to mean fewer people work, working. So that's that's going to translate into it. But uh, General Motors says that they're going to be uh, putting $2.3 billion into their uh, new battery plant, which is going to be built just outside Lordstown, Ohio, where a plant they just sold and closed down, uh, which is going to be supposedly now producing their own electric pickup truck called the Lordstown of whatever endurance is the pickup truck that's going to be built there. So these are all big pronouncements and lots of what we call vaporware in the business from General Motors. Uh, we'll believe it when we see it. So I, I, I don't doubt that they're going to do it. This question is when are we going to see it and how good is it going to be compared to what they say it's going to be. Um, let's see. Um, oh, yes. Uh, the main European auto show was used to be held in Frankfurt and Paris every year. Uh, now they're going to be, well, if they even still have auto shows, uh, the one, the Frankfurt show is being moved to Munich and the next show will be in 2021. This year should be in Paris if they even have that. Uh, BMW also showed us their new, uh, concept I4 ground coupe, uh, electric sedan at the uh, virtual Geneva show this week. Uh, it's got a gigantic, uh, grill. It looks really too big. Uh, but the car itself is sharp. I don't know about the grill. And it's supposed to be another Tesla Model 3 killer. It's a very, uh, very, very uh, Spartan interior, which was inspired by the Model 3. And here's what BMW is telling us. The, you know, the grill is huge to cool the big battery that it has and the AC coming in below the front bumper. The i4's 530 horsepower motor, good for about four, 0 to 60 in 4 seconds, is placed at, at the rear axle, uh, while an onboard charger promises 150 kilowatt hour uh, fast charging capability, which is good. Uh, nothing to what General Motors is promising, but that's a promise. And so BMW seems more realistic, uh, meaning that you can potentially get an 80% charge in about 35 minutes. Uh, the EPA range is estimated to be only around 270 miles. Inside, there's a large rectangular uh, touchscreen that curves slightly towards the driver and dominates the dash, eliminating all but a few buttons. BMW says uh, several 
lighting elements change colors depending on the, mo- the mode you select. The modes are core, sport, and efficient. Uh, the i4 is expected to go on sale uh, as a production car in 2021, probably as a 2022 model year. It'll be produced in BMW's main plant in Munich. Hyundai showed its concept prof- uh, EV called Prophecy, which is expressing the company's latest design language. If you Google uh, Hyundai Prophecy, you will see that this is just a stunning uh, new car that they're showing for the for you know to say this is what our design language is going to look like. It uh, it follows with an iconic silhouette of perfect proportions that have been inspired by aerodynamic design, uh, leveraging uh, the extended wheelbase and shorter overhangs. The designers have achieved what they call the ultimate automotive form, thanks to the new EV architecture uh, defined by pristine services and pure volume in combust in combination with aesthetic harmony and functionality. Wow. And it's just, it's all it's all in black. It's really stunning. I can see the Tesla Generation 2 Roadster in it. I can see the Porsche Taycan in, in parts of it, Audi TT and 911 in the rear. But it's definitely in its own design. So check out the pictures online if you want to see a really cool, really cool car. Now, Nikola Motors is another U.S. manufacturer that is merging with something called Vector IQ Acquisition, which is a publicly traded special purpose acquisition company. That means Nikola Motors, which has been privately held, will instantly become a public company and have access to the equity markets. Uh, the combined companies will trade with a uh, market cap of $3.3 billion and will be named Nikola Corporation, uh, traded on the NASDAQ as NKLA. The deal includes a $525 million private placement of common stock so the new entity will have a surplus of cash. The institutional investors include Fidelity Management and Research, uh, Value Act, Spring Fund, and P. Schoenfeld Asset Management. The current Nikola stockholders will remain a majority sh- uh, shareholders of the company. Nikola says that it has 14,000 pre-orders for its Badger pickup truck, which, rep- which represents $10 billion in potential revenue. Uh, Nikola, Nikola will break ground on a state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Coolidge, Arizona. Um, it uh, will which would allow it to begin, and it's also going to begin hydrogen station rollouts, because the Badger is going to be a both electric with a battery and a fuel cell together, so that it has extended range. So you can pump hydrogen into the tank. Uh, once you've, you can, it'll have a plug for the electricity for the battery, and then it will have a hydrogen tank for the fuel cell. Uh, interesting combination, but I think what that does is it, it sounds good to, it sounds good, but what it really means is that it's going to be very complex, but they say that they have people lining up, I guess, 14,000 orders. So we'll see what happens. Fiat is reviving its 500 as an EV city car only, so there won't be a gas version anymore, but it's the first time that the car has been, it's only the second time the car has been, uh, uh, been redone since 1957. Uh, there was the original one that lasted forever, and then they redid the one that we had here for several years. That was the second gen- second version of it. Now they're going to make a third version of it. It actually looks a lot uh, nicer. It's cleaner. The inside is much more airy. The powertrain includes a 117 horsepower electric motor and a 42 kilowatt hour lithium ion battery pack. On the European cycle, that's rated up to 199 miles, which is closer to about 150 on the EPA cycle. Still better than the new Mini Cooper E, which is rated at only 110 miles. Uh, it does 0 to 16 nine seconds, which I think is kind of slow, but they say it does 0 to 31, which is what you need in the city, at 3.1 seconds. 
Uh, top speed is limited to 93 miles per hour. It has three drive modes. It has Sherpa mode. It has uh, normal, and it has range. Sherpa mode reduces power, throttle response, and top speed is limited to 50 miles per hour, and it switches off the climate control and other ans- you know, ancillary uh, electronics. That sounds like no fun at all. The car is equipped with an 80 kilowatt hour, uh, 80 kilowatt battery rapid charging system that can recharge the battery from empty to 80 percent in 35 minutes and it can take just five minutes to provide the car with 31 miles of range which fiat claims is more than is needed for most people's average daily use the exterior is a clean evolution of the last model but the interior is really a complete rethink and is much cleaner with a 10.5 inch center mounted touch touch screen and that uh that takes over functions of most of the buttons in the car um, it has uh, the latest version of Chrysler's Uconnect system. It has satellite nav, and it has uh, 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 four, you know, a 4G LTE connection as well. It has wireless Apple CarPlay, and it has its own Wi-Fi hotspot. It comes with an adaptive cruise control, lane-keeping assistance, and intelligent speed limit assistance, as well as driver drowsiness detector and a 360-degree parking camera. The floor-mounted battery doesn't reduce any interior space, and the car looks and feels roomier than it actually the actual size. Autocar Magazine, which is a British publication, uh, is reporting that a five-door version of the 500 remains under consideration, using two small rear hinge doors to grant access to the enlarged rear passenger section. That might be more appealing to a U.S. customer because, you know, everything is bigger and better in the United States, right? Right. Yes, of course. Um, Let's see. We have, what else is from Geneva? Uh, Let's see. BMW, we have this. Ah, yes. Um, Volvo announced that they're going to have two new new crossovers because we need more. Of course. At the bottom of the scale is going to be what they call a C40, which is, looks like an XC40, which is their sort of compact SUV. It's kind of a cute little car, but this one has a, a coupe roof. It has a sloping roof, so it'd be more sporty, right? Okay. Yeah. If you say so. That's what they say. Okay. <laughs> but it's basically going to be a variant of the XC40 uh, recharge, and that recharge is Volvo's name for electric. So if you see the words recharge on the back of a Volvo, that means it's electric. Okay. That's what they say. But that's not all. They're going to have an XC100, which is, you know, they have an XC90, which is their biggest Volvo right now. They're going to have an XC100, which will have three rows. It'll be very luxurious, very expensive, and be comparable to either like the Mercedes GLS flagship, and it's close in size to the Escalade, but not as wide. Will you actually be able to speak Swedish? Uh, I won't. But somebody's going to pay for it, I suppose. But so there's going to two more SUVs. What more could anybody want in the marketplace? <laughs> right? Right. It's coming soon. Hurry up. All right. We've got a little bit more coming at the <laughs> after the break. This is Todd Bianco and John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. Weather, truth, and fun. We're iHub Radio, homegrown in the Coachella Valley. For the love of cars, this is All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hi, John. 
Hello, uh, sir. And we're kind of done with the news right now, but let's let's talk about car batteries. Have you ever had to replace a car battery? Yes, in yeah. fact, had to do it uh, a couple of times in the last couple of months. You know, out here in the desert, they go faster. They do. Hopefully, they work the way they're supposed to to begin with, though. They're not supposed to die immediately. Uh, no, they're not. But usually, there's some warranty, right? Fortunately, there was. Yeah, because I, I, I get uh, batteries from AAA usually. They'll bring the battery to the car and put it in. But the last time I did that, it turns out that it was the wrong battery. And it was the wrong battery because they didn't have a battery big enough for my car. Yikes. Yeah. The, it was for the diesel Mercedes, and the, the diesel takes a lot because this I was is going to say it better not be for the uh, no no not for the Tesla. For the, Tesla, Tesla. <laughs> the Tesla does have a secondary battery that you know for the you know the, that recognizes not not the big one that drives the car, but there right. is a secondary battery for some of the things like when you get in the car and, and lights sure. and things like that. So it does have a secondary battery that that needs to be replaced every so often just like any other battery but uh the the one they put in my mercedes made it made it seem because it wasn't strong enough made it seem like i was having alternator problems so i had the car i took the car into my i took first of all i called AAA to replace the battery and they said this guy finally told me he says we don't have a big enough one for you because these are the old kind of cars where if, if anybody's driven an old diesel, you used to turn the key and this little light was on the board uh, that on, on the dash and you had to wait till the light went off before you turned the key because it, it was uh, warming up the glow plugs, which basically ignites the fuel because it doesn't have, there's no spark plugs. It, it, it's compression ignition. So it, uh, it basically, uh, the squ- it, squ- it squishes the gas until it compre- you know, the air until I it see. compresses, until it, until it ignites. And that's what diesel is different from a, you know, a spark that goes into a gas engine. So this was the, the glow plugs in the old days. The, the new ones don't have this. The new ones have all electronic systems that are instant. But the old ones, you had to wait for the, you know, two or three seconds for the light to go off and then turn the key and then everything was fine. But, you know, so, but to run that, you needed a bigger, heavier battery, heavier battery, and it's not something they stock because there aren't that many of these cars out there. So the last guy just put in the biggest one they had, but it wasn't big enough, and so that's why it failed like within a year and a half or two years. Uh, so my mechanic found the right battery because he does nothing but Mercedes. So he is, you know, he got like an interstate battery or something like that, and, sure. and put it in. The car's been fine ever since. So I didn't need to put in a new alternator, but you do need the right size battery AAA can come to you and put in their battery and they usually give a warranty on that as well and most batteries have some warranty but people forget about them or don't put you know they need to put the receipts in their glove box or something and save them because there's there's usually some sort of warranty on this uh the uh folks at Consumer Reports did tests on batteries and they gave a list of what they considered the best battery and doesn't necessarily mean the priciest either. For example, the one that they said it was the best was the Superstart Platinum AGM. I've never even heard of Superstart. Never. Where's it from? They don't say. It's just a brand name, Superstart. Oh. Yeah. It's not like they say that this is at Walmart. Right. You know, it doesn't say where they got it. It just says, you know, see all, ba- you know, impressive they said it was it comes with a 36 month warranty. They it has a great life, reserve capacity is good. 
they found it very impressive, and it was only a well, I say only it was one hundred and ninety dollars. But there's more expensive batteries than this. For example, the number two rated was for, you could get this at Napa Auto Shops. Now you've heard of NASA, Napa Auto Shops, right? Uh, they, they have those all around the country, and they sell a battery called the Legend Premium eighty two twenty four F. But that one is number two rated, and it's only one hundred and thirty dollars compared to the other one, which is almost two hundred dollars. Uh, it also had good CCA life and uh, reserve capacity, and they, they found that it... You Did know, you say it was called Superstart? Superstart, They yeah. are sold at... Um, it appears that they are sold, at among others, at Walmart and at O'Reilly. Ah, okay. Well, I've heard of both of those. So yeah. uh, that's why I say usually they tell you where they got them. Like, this is Napa Auto Parts, so that I know that that's where they got it. Sure. Now, how about the Odyssey Extreme Series? That's their number three. I haven't heard of that one either, Odyssey Extreme. Uh, but that one is their number three battery, but it's at $295.99, so almost $300. Uh, seems like a lot more money. That's an expensive battery. That's an expensive battery, yeah, for just you know replacing your, your standard battery. Do you have anything that's called a Kirkland battery? <laughs> uh, well, Kirk, well, they don't have that on the list, but there are some other ones that are, are like the, the number four is an interstate battery, and I've seen that sold at uh, various uh, auto parts shops. Sure. I've seen that one, and I have an interstate in my Mercedes because that's the one they could, that's the one my mechanic found that was big enough for the for the diesel engine. So, sure. And that one's two hundred and sixty dollars. So that's also expensive. But I had to pay that because I got the biggest one they had. <laughs> you know, you know the the biggest one, the most powerful. So I paid close to that for this car. But it comes with a forty eight free replace forty eight month free replacement. So that's a pretty good uh-huh. warranty. And especially out here in the desert where the heat tends to bake things, right? You know, that's not a bad it's not a bad option. Um, then uh, Duracell, uh, which is a good name in regular batteries, but it got number five on their list. So uh, go ahead, I dare you. <laughs> what Duracell? Yeah, isn't that the one that Robert Conrad did the ads for? Oh, that's right, he yeah. did. May he rest in peace. Right, he just yes. passed away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but he but those were the copper top, right? He had them on his oh, shoulder, yeah. and he knocked. Yeah, yeah. he says, "Dare you?" Uh, yeah, I, but I didn't know that they made car batteries. I haven't seen them. But yeah, must, I haven't seen those either. Yeah, but they have a Duracell fifty one R that they thought was pretty good. And then uh, this is an, this this brand I've certainly heard of was AC Delco. Oh, of course. You know, that was part of General Motors. They've sold that off now, so right. it's it's you know owned by a separate company. But AC Delco has been part of General Motors and you know been you know in racing and everything else. You've heard about them, you know, for decades and decades. So that's a brand name that I recognize. I'm sure you can find that at various uh, retailers around the country. And then number seven they have on the list is also a Duracell, but it's the Duracell Platinum AGM 47. And that's only $135. So it's weird because the Delco's $209. The, the uh, Duracell, the number seven, that, that was number six. The number seven is 130 So there's some big differences here if you're shopping for batteries. Uh, so, But a lot of times you have to have it. You get what you can where you can. You don't necessarily have the luxury of shopping so this consumer for consumer, you need long. to differentiate as to how they came to those ratings based on those price categories? Uh, no, the, 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 it wasn't based on price. They they bought all the batteries yeah. on the open market themselves. They don't they don't get it for free, and then they put them in the same. They use them. What they do is they use them in the same cars. Right. So they try to you know they try to have everything as even as possible when they look at all the various steps and they have all these computer. Now these days you can hook up a computer 
program or an app to just about everything to have every single one of the uh, you know the, the the qualities of a battery you know on you know read out and you know with right. extreme amounts of data to compare these days so sure. uh, the, so that's what they do they don't um, they buy all these themselves and then they they, t- they test them in the same cars to see how they work out and they t- usually use them in cars that are very popular you know like a rav4 or something that people are you know buy everywhere and across the country not not something like my diesel mercedes <laughs> so all right so you you're listening to all revved up this is todd bianco and i'm here with john mcmullen thanks for listening today and we'll be back next week bye-bye